Bats are protected from viruses like COVID and Ebola and are largely able to avoid cancer. In a new study, researchers at Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory found quick evolution in proteins tied to DNA repair may be the reason why. This is Pulse Check. I'm Megan Wilson. New Jersey and hundreds of local governments are receiving more than a billion dollars in opioid crisis settlements over the next two decades. New records show the money is being used broadly for law enforcement, substance abuse prevention efforts, and treatment in the state. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy has said he'd like the funds to be used for harm reduction centers and treatment programs. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill that would raise the minimum wage for the state's healthcare workers. The law would gradually raise hourly wages to $25 an hour in most settings. It had been unclear whether Newsom would sign the bill. The governor often cites cost pressures and vetoes, and an analysis of the previous proposal estimated the wage hike would cost the state $1 billion. And Congress has a full agenda this week, including considering an NIH nominee, reviewing Medicare policies, hospital staffing issues, and progressing towards a government funding deal before a November 17th deadline. Politico healthcare reporter Ben Leonard is here to explain what's ahead. Thanks so much for having me. A lot going on in Congress, a lot of chaos, particularly after Kevin McCarthy's surprise ouster from his speaker role. What is the lack of a Speaker of the House meant for lawmakers? Yeah, it seems like everything's been changing minute by minute here on the Hill. Without a speaker right now, legislating has been essentially paralyzed until there's a full-time speaker or lawmakers in power. McHenry, who's been serving as the acting speaker tempore with more power. This doesn't mean that staff and lawmakers aren't working behind the scenes on deals but the debacle is taking up a lot of time and attention from things like government funding negotiations and legislating. And we've got about a month left until government funding is set to run out unless lawmakers act. And a lot of deadlines attached to that November 17th deadline. But, you know, you're talking about stuff happening behind the scenes or in the interim while all of this plays out. What are some of the hearings that you're going to be watching this week? It had been quieter on the hearing front in the past couple of weeks, but we're starting to get more of them now. On Wednesday, we have a hearing in the Senate Finance Committee on Medicare Advantage marketing practices tied to the beginning of open enrollment. The HELP Committee is going to take up Biden's pick to lead the NIH. And we've got a number of other hearings as well, including the Energy and Commerce Health Subcommittees, looking at doctor payment policy and a number of other healthcare related hearings. Things are starting to pick up a lot. Yeah, talking about the speaker drama in the House, but there's not necessarily a lack of drama in the Senate. Senator Bill Cassidy, the top Republican on the Senate Help Committee, has raised some ethical concerns about the committee's chair, progressive firebrand Bernie Sanders. Can you unpack for me what's going on there? So Sanders and Cassidy have not been particularly friendly since, you know, the two have taken over in leadership of their respective parties on the HELP committee earlier this year, but it seems to be escalating, getting worse. Senator Sanders is planning to hold a hearing on hospital understaffing later this month in New Jersey, where some nurses have been on strike at a hospital. And Senator Bill Cassidy says that his raised ethical concerns about the hearing, saying it could potentially violate Senate rules by using committee resources to support unions during a labor dispute. For Sanders' part, his office declined to comment, but this is just another escalation of what we've seen before. Most recently with Senator Sanders working with Roger Marshall on a primary care package that Cassidy did not support. So it'll be interesting to see how this dynamic impacts legislating going forward with Sanders and Cassidy obviously not on the best of terms. 
So talking about some of the other things that are going to be consequential in the healthcare space, you had mentioned physician payments under Medicare and how that's one of the simmering issues. Can you talk a little bit more about what lawmakers are doing on that front? So lawmakers are worried about Medicare's solvency going forward. There have been a number of proposals to address that. And the Energy and Commerce Health Subcommittee is looking at that on Thursday. Um, they're holding a hearing on um, doctor reimbursement policy. Some top officials are going to be there, including Mina Seshamani of CMS. And they're going to be examining new ways to change the Medicare payment system to better boost the solvency of the program going forward. We've also seen the GOP's Doctors Caucus recently release a discussion draft on legislation that would allow more leeway in terms of how doctors are paid in Medicare. And we're going to see this continue to be a topic of discussion going forward. Definitely always something that comes to a head at the end of the year during the year-end package. So it will be interesting to watch that hearing and how this debate unfolds over the rest of the Congress. Ben, thanks so much for talking with me today about this. Thanks so much for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by The Mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Rees and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is an editor for Pulse Check. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Megan Wilson. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening. 